1: Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, and now the moment we've been waiting for is here.
2: Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: Why do you feel like the internet was invented? Have we covered this ground before we anybody? Woody, Woody, Chelsea, why? Anybody? Cat videos. Uh, yes, that is correct. Free pornography. Okay. To argue with Cracker Barrel. Yes. Yeah, all of those things are accurate. And now you can use the internet and more specifically your smartphone to test your sperm count. <laughs> Men may soon be able to take their own sperm count at home with a smartphone. Now, this is a big deal. Woody, you went through the process of. Trying to have a child and wondering, you know, what's the issue? Why aren't we having kids and so forth? And sperm count is part of that, right? Uh, Only for about three years of my life, yes. As the uh, study says here, low sperm count is a marker for male infertility. Mm -hmm. And uh, they say this is a condition that's neglected health-wide, worldwide. Uh, Current methods to diagnose male infertility require lab equipment and can cost up to (laughs) $100,000. Uh, and it's really, it, it goes
4: beyond just count. I think that's the easiest way to try and understand it. But there are also problems where you have low motility,
3: right? They address that as well. An assistant that's... professor at Harvard Medical School has developed a rapid infertility diagnostic tool that attaches to a smartphone. The phone attachment works with a smartphone app that the researchers created to count the number of sperm and measure motility. The process is fairly simple. First, you load a small amount of semen onto the (laughs) disposable microchip. Then you put the microchip into the cell phone attachment through a slot. The attachment turns the phone's camera into a microscope. After the sample is loaded, you run the app, which allows the user to see a video of the sample, then hit record. The app analyzes the video to identify sperm cells and track their movements. you got to have really good aim, though, right? Who's with me?
0: (laughs) But why would you be doing this at home as opposed to a doctor's office?
3: Saving money, obviously, first and foremost. Their hope is that this will eventually become much like the home pregnancy test for women. It won't be such a huge undertaking to try and figure out if there's something wrong with your swimmers. You won't have to spend the money. You won't have to obviously go to a doctor, at least initially, and you'll be able to get some insight into how your body is working. By the way, they analyzed in the research over 350 semen samples of both infertile and fertile men, and this smartphone phone system was able to identify abnormal samples with 98% accuracy. This was already, uh, the, re- the results were published in a scientific journal, medical journal, just yesterday, as a matter of fact. So wait a second.
4: They want me to finish on my phone, and then it'll take a video of it? And, the, and what am I supposed to do at that point? Right. Is it gonna- Show my friends.
3: Post it on Facebook. No, no, the app obviously takes care of that. It does whatever it does. It analyzes and then so forth and gives you results. Now, mm-hmm. eventually, is it going to be something where you could share it with friends like you do when you go to the gym? I suppose you could. But again, what? Hey, it- Woody just checked in again for crying out yeah. loud. Still <laughs> testing his sample. For
4: Christ's sake, yeah, I'm the mayor of my pants. I, I
0: just, I don't understand. Well, I understand the ease part of it, but so it tells you, okay, well, your sperm count is low. Now we're going to need to check your iron. And how do you do that with the same device? I think
3: it's, a, it's an early warning device or some sort of initial trigger, right, Chels? Like if you took a home pregnancy test. It's not that they then expect you after you've taken a home pregnancy test to deliver your own baby, but it tells you, hey... You're pregnant, probably, and and then you go to a doctor and confirm.
4: And I can tell you there are not a lot of labs that will take your sample, right? So sometimes you have to finish at home, drive it to your fertility doctor, which for me was sometimes with traffic 45 minutes away, and that can be too long. So this gives a, a guy like me who had fertility issues the ability to tell the doctor, well, the app says this. Without the need for going to, let's say, I don't know, a Chili's bathroom that is nearby to where my doctor is and completing the mission.
3: All right. We don't need to hear about that. That's a great story. Many folks like Josh on Twitter ringing in saying, oh, well, it turns out I've been using my phone correctly this whole time. I don't. Right. No. Not exactly. Chuck Diapers saying I've been using my phone for this for years, although I've never gotten any results. Yeah. Again, not Exactly uh alan asking on the woody and wilcox
4: twitter feed it's a sad day when my phone will get more action than me mm-hmm.
3: i guess that's right and ernie commenting that i just emailed the bagpiper and the bagpiper emailed back <laughs> <laughs> my count is good sure i'm not going to mention many of the suggestions that you all have given for the name I, of the act I, I wish i could those say are, some of those. those are going to have to stay on twitter But if you follow along at Woody and Wilcox, you may be able to, A, contribute and B, see others' contributions. Mm -hmm. I think there's
4: so many problems that are going to arise from this, though, because think about it. I can't find the headphones that came with my phone. How am I supposed to remember the little chip in the analyzer? Honey, where did I put that thing? Ah, I think it's in the upstairs bathroom. Right. I mean, this is just another thing to lose.
3: And talk about distracted driving. Right. I mean. Oh no. Why are you doing it in your car? Well, cuz everyone why would you does you... everything on their phone in their car. Why would you not do like it in the car? Just like you do with everything else. So, uh, it's going to be an issue, right?
4: Driver's license and registration. Sir, you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> I believe you were texting while Oh, oh, put that thing away. Like oh, just... I didn't re- I didn't realize you were checking your motility right. I apologize. I didn't sir.
0: know my sperm count immediately. It's
4: uh let's keep it safe out on the roads.
3: Right. So, um, again, not on the market yet, but uh, they believe it will be. And 98% uh, correct in terms of identifying issues when uh, 350 people were studied by this Harvard professor. <laughs> who, by the way, talk about low on the totem pole. Who gets that gift?
0: <laughs> or is it I designed
3: show? the app. You're the one who's going to analyze 350 samples, Okay chop chop get to work
2: the following program is for entertainment purposes only
3: really that's amazing
2: it's the woody and wilcox show they simply couldn't imagine being without each other with woody ah what the hell is the matter with you and wilcox oh
3: brother this guy stinks
2: this is insanity the woody and wilcox show this is like you know when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast (laughs) that's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my
5: years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show.
4: I think it's going to be a good show today, although I do have a problem uh, at the outset. I think... um, Chelsea, you can try and ring in, but I think Wilcox may know this. I'm having a hard time identifying what song this is. Do you know this song, Wilcox?
2: All right.
0: You know what? Lose.
2: Come on.
0: Sorry for the giddiness of my do you, voice. I, so I, we're I going to start
2: out
4: the
3: show right off
4: the bat. It's uh, it's something to do with Bears or... Bears or... What, what's the name of the
3: song? Bear Down, Arizona. It's the fight song for my alma mater. I get it. Ha ha. That's good stuff.
4: You know, yeah, that's the most amazing thing. I didn't know exactly what song that was, but thanks. Thanks for identifying you. Do you know this one? Uh, This is the Xavier fight song. That's funny. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. You know, and it's amazing, too, because the NCAA uh, men's college basketball tournament going on right now, I don't see a start time for Arizona's (laughs) next game. I do see one for Xavier's. It's It's going to be
0: an awful day. (laughs) Awful. Uh, By the way, the
4: game tipped off last night at 1040 Eastern.
0: He hadn't slept all week anyway, so he stayed up late and then they lost. I'm just, I'm tapping out right now, beans. Well, they didn't
4: have a shot at the end.
3: Well, look, I watched the whole game. Of I I'm you not did. gonna go in depth on what they did and didn't do. I'm not gonna bore anyone who doesn't care about that. Yeah, the game was supposed to tip at ten oh nine Eastern. It tipped at about what'd you say, ten forty? Ten forty is what ESPN said. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I've never and I don't you know, I've been doing this for how long? A hundred years or so. Right. I never had legitimately considered coming to work without sleeping. I literally for 10 minutes, I thought last night, do I just go in now or do I actually try to get what amounted to maybe two hours and 20 minutes of sleep? I I, really pondered it because I wasn't tired. I was so pissed. Yeah. So pissed. I drank about a big gulp worth of coffee. I'd been doing push-ups to try and stay awake. <laughs> I was pissed. I'm yelling at the screen, get it inside to wrist stitch! What are you doing? Meanwhile, I thought you're... I was going to wake my family yeah. up. They're all upstairs asleep in their rooms. I'm downstairs, door shut to my office, and I'm still afraid I'm waking them up. So I wasn't at all tired. I mean, I truly thought, eh, i get in about two. I mean, that's not, you know, I have a few hours to prepare more than normal. Prepare. <laughs>
4: Well, then, by the way, said then join us in about the third hour of the show when Wilcox crashes.
3: Well, I mean, I did go, I did end up going to sleep, so I did get the uh, you know whatever that Requisite. is. I was a little late getting up, so it might have been three hours. Yeah, I mean, it was insanity, insanity. Kudos, by the way, to Gonzaga, who, by the way, I watched. So I watched like two and a half full games last night. Gonzaga, I thought they would. I mean, my God, West Virginia is tough. Holy cow. So my hat's off. I thought there'd be an Arizona Gonzaga rematch to go to the final 4 and uh Arizona didn't live up to their end of the bargain. By the way, uh and and we looked at I looked at our brackets. Uh nothing really changed cuz we all kind of had the same stuff from last night, so we'll mm-hmm. tally up the points. You guys are still hanging in there, but Kansas last night. I, I don't know if you saw the score. Nope. No. Uh they played Purdue. Kansas a 1 seed, Purdue's a 4, so you know, these Purdue's Pretty a good decent. 4 seed. Yeah. Kansas won by 32. Oh, oh dear. 98 to 66 was the final in the Kansas-Purdue game last night. Kansas looking a little strong. So, one of those, if you didn't have Kansas winning at all, which I don't think any of us on the show did. No. no. Okay. Ours uh, are Carolina. all out. Woody had Duke. Uh, Chelsea had Villanova. No, I still have mine. I had Carolina beating okay. Arizona in the championship. I have Carolina
0: in the championship. So, maybe so, I'll get some points out of that.
3: It's, uh, I just. You know I, what? My Saturday freed up. Don't have to watch a lot of basketball now. Probably still will, <laughs> and I'll be mad about it, but at least I'm not, you know, wed to a certain time.
4: And I'm proud of you for, you've got the Arizona hat on and I, the Arizona right? shirt
3: on. Not a fair weather fan. Nope. I full gear this morning. Yeah. I mean, I knew you were going to lay into the same clothes me. from
0: yesterday, well, probably. Well, no
3: sure. Different ones, although I don't own anything really else. That's true. Than anything else, whatever, however you say that, so... Yeah, good stuff. You know what? Let's focus on more of a positive. There is, in honor of the Sweet 16, which is now down to 12, uh, a round of fun with basketball audio. Got mostly new stuff today and a Mm. couple of uh, some of our favorites. I will say this, and this isn't an everyday thing. I was previewing it uh, before the show, and Chelsea actually laughed out loud at a couple of things. So that, you know, you've listened to the show. That doesn't happen, right? Right So that may be a positive as we move forward. Uh, We'll do that. Also, you may want to sit down for this. We're going to have the author of a book on the show today. A book!
0: Like a real book, though, not like knitting with cat hair.
3: No, yeah, legitimate book. The book Hidden Figures that went on to be the movie Hidden Figures that was nominated for all sorts of awards, including Best Picture at the Academy Awards, Margot Lee Shetterly, is gonna join us on our show. Did we lie to her and tell her we're somebody I don't else? Know how it happened. I really don't. Because we'll play clips from basketball games where they talk about poopy and then we'll interview the woman who wrote hidden figures. That's what's happening on the show today. We're a mixed bag. But that movie was fantastic in all seriousness, and obviously the book is what made it that way, and it's very interesting. I wanted to talk to her. That's how it's happening. We all wanted to talk to
4: her. We are a full-service morning show. We are.
3: So uh, that'll be maybe an hour and a half from now, if all goes as planned. So... Uh, it happened in Florida? Yes. Coming up in a second. Shat, even sooner. You may not know this. Today is a bit of a holiday. Oh, Lord. And if you're not thinking about taking the day off yet, maybe you will be when I share why today is a holiday. We'll do that in the chat next.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show. And now, it's time for the Shat Report. Stuff happening Uh, yeah, the the G is silent. Beep, 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 beep. On the Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: Well, we mentioned that the uh, NCAA tournament uh, got back into gear last night. All right. Seriously, not all morning. We're not going to do this all morning. I don't even like it all morning. <laughs> I, I get it. My Arizona Wildcats lost last night. They were... It. One of four that were sent home packing. Oregon beat Michigan last night. Gonzaga got a nice one. That was a fun game to watch. Ugly, but amazing. Gonzaga beat West Virginia. Kansas crushed Purdue. And obviously Xavier beat my uh, Arizona Wildcats. So tonight there are four games. Carolina and Butler will be the early game. Then it's Baylor and South Carolina will be the next game. Kentucky UCLA and then the last game of the night will be Florida and Wisconsin. So that's how that'll play out after tonight. We'll be down to the elite 8 and by the end of the weekend final 4 will be set with the championship coming up a week from uh, from Monday. But let's focus on what really matters to all of America and that is the fact that Mario Lopez is hosting a new TV game show based on the game Candy Crush. <laughs> Woody Candy Crush. You familiar with this? Actually, I am not. You're not familiar with what? Candy Crush? Yeah, it was one that? of those
4: games that I, my mom plays it incessantly. Don't they always ask
0: you on Facebook? People are sending you requests for that or something.
4: Yeah, and I never downloaded it, so literally, it's one of those things that it, I, it it missed me.
3: Well, you're in the minority. It's a game that most people are playing on their phones. To give you an idea, an estimated 18 Billion with a B. There's not that many people. Not people. 18 billion game rounds are played monthly around the world. 18 billion. Something about matching colored candies and combinations and winning points. So, of course, you go, well, hell yeah, that's a TV show. Why wouldn't it be? With Mario Lopez. With Mario Lopez as the host. He's America's sweetheart. Apparently, teams of two will have to use their wits and physical agility to compete on an enormous interactive game board, which CBS, which is where it obviously will be on, says will feature next-generation technology as they conquer Candy Crush and are crowned champions.
1: Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> Come on. This is
4: going to fail. Huh? Because you How use the term you? physical agility, and this is America. Okay. I don't know, think you about us, the Ninja Warrior thing. That thing is real popular. You had us at Candy, but what, then you said we had to exercise?
3: Nope. What's the one where they sort of battle against huge, oversized things that slam them into the water and so forth? Uh, American Gladiators? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no. no, more like the obstacle course one one. Yeah. Wipeout. They say it's a combo of Wipeout and Fear Factor, kind of is the way they're describing it. I think what they, they were, what they really said was, can we think of any shows that were fairly popular and just tell people it's a combination of those shows? So that's what uh, that's a uh, series will, uh, I t- uh, July 9th. Yay. Is when So circle that on your calendar. Maybe take the whole week off. Yeah. Just so you can get prepared properly. Fear
4: Factor had people like eating horse
3: dongs and stuff like that. You know it's coming back, by the way, right? Fear, Fear Factor. Factor. Yeah. N- no Joe Rogan this time uh, around. For those that don't remember, Joe Rogan. Was the host. Yes, kids. Really? The, the podcast guy, as, as youngsters know him today. Yeah, he was the host of Fear Factor. After he was on news radio. So look that one up. Yeah, there was a Joe Rogan that came before the Joe Rogan that you knew. And he's a hysterical. Didn't have tattoos, wasn't a wrestling guy or MMA or whatever it is that he's into now. He was a comedic actor and hosted a game show. You know, he's an incredibly
4: funny stand-up. Yeah. I've never seen him. No, I
3: know, that's how he got started. Yeah. So yeah, July the 9th. It has nothing to do with with him but you know what i'm saying uh today's the day chips opens up who's fired up i am the movie based on yep. the tv show rated r that happens today it does have good folks in it including maya rudolph by the way uh, in the uh, in the uh, movie chips don't know the uh, role that she plays but she's in it i think she's always hilarious power rangers today mm. uh, and the thriller life that's the one with jake gyllenhaal and one of the ryan's that oh, i don't yeah. know yeah Reynolds. which ryan Reynolds. That's right. Ryan Reynolds, Chelsea. Nice job. So that <laughs> opens up today as well. You know, I don't know my Ryans.
0: It's not that hard. It's it incredibly is.
3: incredibly difficult, Chelsea. They're all guys, first of all. So immediately I pay less attention. But I, but I don't know any of the women either. Let's be honest. And finally, I feel like this is really the most important thing. Uh, you're looking for a way to make it uh, into a three-day weekend today. You didn't know how to sort of maneuver around the boss and get today off. You know whose birthday it is, right? Anybody? Mm. You must have seen this, Woody. You look at celebrity birthdays every day. No, uh, I, I do, but I don't recall Tattoo. anything sticking out. Tattoo? You mean Herve Villechaize? Yes. No, it's a great guess. There's a guy who once had drinks with his former sister's roommate. Uh, Peyton Manning, NFL superstar. Oh yeah, forty-one years young today. Wow, that's it. Now you Papa not John be. is
4: going to pop out of a giant uh, cake, topless, and do a little dance for him. You know they're buddies.
3: <laughs> I, I know you felt good about that. You had something. You're strong I,
0: going in. <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> I felt good.
3: That's hilarious. What is hilarious, though, many people think of Peyton from what? He's a football player. You probably knew that, right? Yeah, Pretty sure. good quarterback. One of the best, they say. But did you know how funny he is? Because he's been on Saturday Night Live multiple times. Mm-hmm. And one of our all-time favorites, the one where he and Kristen Wiig are in a fake commercial for coffee. Yes. And they're sitting on their porch as husband and wife, just making small talk over warm cups of java. This is what Peyton Manning is best at.
0: It's nothing like a robust cup of joe after a big
5: meal on a Sunday night.
1: Hmm. I love this time of year. Can't believe we're sitting outside.
5: Spring has sprung. Hmm. <laughs>
0: You know, I ran into Judy today. Really? She was wearing invisible
5: braces.
1: I hadn't heard that.
5: Well, I say good for her. (laughs) Stay with me. Mm. This coffee is so rich and dark.
1: It's Mexican. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Oh, I uh, saw Rick at the park today. Oh, really? Yes, he said he was jogging, but when I saw him, he was sitting on a bench.
5: Well, he did just have a heart attack.
1: He was stretching and wearing very short shorts. I think I saw his
0: Well, that's Rick for you.
3: (laughs) It gets better, stay with me.
0: You know what I'm gonna use to fertilize my garden?
1: Your own poop.
5: (laughs) Mm.
1: Guess what Carl did for Janice's birthday this year? What? He hung himself in their garage.
0: We have problems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I walked around with a piece of sliced ham in my pants for the past couple days just to have my own secret. (laughs) Mm. I enjoy coffee. Me too.
0: about buying a bunch of baby clothes to dress up all of our plants.
1: I slow dance with the dog today. I
4: have a pig's vagina.
3: <laughs> now you're ready to ask the boss for Peyton Manning's birthday off. 41 years young today. We've got a round of It Happened in Florida on the way next.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show. Three
3: stories from Woody and I coming your way right now is what we're doing on It Happened in Florida. All three of these stories are true if you're not familiar with how this works. The gist of it is just one of them, though, happened in the Sunshine State, the Plywood State, the birth of everything strange in this country, Florida. You spot the Florida story to win at 844 844- for WW show and Woody will start us off with story number one. Story number one
4: is the tale of an over the road truck driver getting busted for the old 2217.
3: Chelsea, (laughs) 2217. Home straight road gay?
4: No, that's not a crime Chelsea, at least in some states it's not. Ah no, the 2217 is making your lunch
3: Okay, round
4: two. Name something that's not boring.
5: Laundry? Ooh, a
0: book club! Computer solitaire,
3: huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your
2: chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 80 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: On the fuel tank,
3: of your 18-wheeler on the side of the road. Excuse me? The, Is that... Oh, that's a euphemism. Right, that's like a sex move. Lunch, yeah. Hey, let's pull over at, you know, truck stop, right, have eight, a ham. and I'll make your lunch.
4: Give uh, me a ham sandwich. Maybe in your world.
3: Huh? No. Uh, we, that's not what you're saying? No. Nope. wee we area. You sure? Wang.
4: Yes. Cooter. All right. A truck driver stopped to prepare a meal on his fuel tank of his vehicle along the side of the road. The police shared a photo of the tomato and onions that the driver was using to prepare a salad and said, the shoulder of the road is probably not the best place to start preparing your dinner. He had pulled over for a short break and decided
3: to make his lunch right there on the diesel tank. Again, euphemism for something, right? No. He was given a fine. Why don't you come over here and I'll make your lunch on the diesel tank. Oh,
5: hell yeah. Swing. <laughs> huh? I'll Crap button, back, back
3: button. Right.
5: You're
4: hungry. He's with me. If, if you're on the CB and you offer to toss somebody salad, maybe.
3: Come on back. We got a 1038. <laughs> Going to toss your lunch over here on the diesel tank. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Stop it. Yogurt last. Stop it. Yogurt last. Stop it. Was it in Florida, where
4: he was just making his lunch and got a ticket?
3: Huh, that seems harsh. Story number two is about something I think a lot of parents certainly can relate to. Uh, Let's say you decide that your child is using the old phone too much, and you decide as a parent going to take the phone away for a while to teach this young man a lesson Mm -hmm. yeah i say young man because it's a 15 year old in this case Mm -hmm. and what do you think the 15 year old does when mom and dad take away the cell phone anybody Uh, contact law enforcement (sighs) cries you're so close really (gasps) but i don't think i can give it to you for that he may have cried but that's not why it's an it happened in florida story he did what most of us would do as a fifteen-year-old. He sued his mom. Oh no! Oh yeah! That's a good man right there. He alleged he is uh, was being mistreated and demanded that she be sent to jail for nine months and asked that she pay his legal costs as well. There's. <clears throat> That's what's happening. There's a lawyer who took that case.
4: I Chelsea. can't hear
3: you over the USA. Chance, did you Chelsea? say
4: there's a lawyer that took that case? Was he
3: paying for the phone? And Was then he she took. And the then
4: phone.
0: she took his property. Is that what this lawsuit is based on? I am getting hot,
3: Mister. Oh, damn it! I think Why I are just... you talking <laughs>
0: over? her? Because I'm
3: never sure when she's going to say something insane.
0: I don't think I'm going to make it home uh-huh. without some right. getting in my pants. No, I knew
3: that one because that's an old clip. Uh, Chelsea's getting hot. I talked over it, unfortunately, I think. Uh, no, I, he, Chelsea, it's mistreatment. Can't take away a young man's phone for crying out loud. Actually, you can. No. Well, not in his mind you can't. The question is, did this go down in the state of Florida? And I will reveal, by the way, the outcome, because we do have the answer to that. Oh, But Woody will uh, fill us in with story number three first.
4: Story number three has to do with something you had on that happened in Florida not too long ago. Uh, It uh, it details a man who is leading police on a high-speed chase, and he's got some stuff that he doesn't want to get caught with. Now, our friend in story number three, leading this high-speed chase, he's got himself a bottle of gin. He's got himself some cocaine, and he's got himself some weed. Here we go. Right? We normally don't want to do drunk driving stories. This is not a drunk driving story. He decided he was going to throw one item out of the car while the cops were chasing him. Mm-hmm. You've got weed. You've okay. got alcohol. Right. You've got cocaine. i got to go cocaine every time. You're going to go cocaine. Uh- he chose the bottle of alcohol and was arrested for possession of marijuana and cocaine. Because
3: <sighs> he only has one arm? I, why they, would he only throw one thing? Or hand not big enough to they, get three items <laughs> around all the of them? The police
4: do not know why he chose the bottle of booze instead of the two others. I'm maybe go they were
5: for, hidden.
3: Maybe an overlooked answer to this is not the smartest.
4: What? That's what Never. I'm,
3: I'm going to suggest that based on the uh, scenario.
4: The police do not know why the drover quote chose the lesser of three evils right. to throw from the car. Mm. Did you call him a drover?
0: Yeah. Did I? Yeah. That's what they call him. It's a drug driver.
4: (laughs)
3: Oh, a drug driver's a drover? I didn't realize that. Okay.
4: Was it in Florida? Brian is up first to try and solve our quiz. Brian, which one of these three true stories actually went down in the Plywood State? Story number three. Story number three. Yes. Panama City, Florida is where the dude was like, well, gin, weed, coke. See ya, Jin. And he was arrested, uh, intent to deliver possession of cocaine and other drug paraphernalia. Thought
3: maybe I'd throw you off with the USA chant on the 15-year-old suing his mom. Not in this country. What? Look at that. Apparently, Spain may be leading the way, and we here in the United States, sadly, lacking in the suing our parents for taking away our phone category. Uh, Spain is where it went down. By the way, the magistrate heard the case and then probably not shockingly decided that the mom had acted in a manner entirely consistent with her parental authority and threw the case out. Thank you. So common sense occasionally rearing its lovely head in this great land of ours.
4: And not even in this country, in England, where the truck driver pulled over to the shoulder of the M25 highway. To prepare his salad of tomatoes and onions and was given a ticket.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Almost. Uh-huh. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Uh, well, cool. well done, man. Appreciate the effort.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: Well, that music means that it's time for something we call Fun with Basketball Audio. Of course, we're in the middle of the uh, Sweet 16 being whittled down. Sorry, whittled down to the Final Four, which we'll know by Sunday night. Um, If you didn't stay up last night, a couple teams lost teams won we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of oh, it
4: duke fan <laughs> wilcox at iheart is where you can send your condolences you know
3: what i a big shout out. I'm, the kansas game was ridiculous they won by 32 so that was kind of a snoozer but that gonzaga west virginia game wow kudos to gonzaga that was huge so today uh, the tar heels and butler baylor south carolina kentucky ucla And Florida, Wisconsin is the last game. But even if you're not a basketball fan, this is where we take stuff out of context from the broadcast of basketball games and just point and giggle like idiots. Kind of like 13-year-olds who think everything is funny, you know, that comes from a bodily function. Here's your uh, fun with basketball audio. Look like it got poked from behind by Nelson. Boy, there is a lot of meat in the soup. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) I'm afraid of meat. Huh? That's a basketball term, apparently. A little lingerie on the deck. Pick it up there. Where's that young guy from earlier? <laughs> That's deck, I believe, with an E. Lingerie on the deck. Which I don't it... know if that makes it any better, right? But... A little lingerie on the deck. Pick it up there. Where's that young guy from earlier? Ah uh, rap. Where's that young guy? <laughs>
1: <sighs> Philip aggressively going to the hole. Sometimes that's all you need, a little bit of paint, a little bit of juice. Mm.
3: Right? Who's with me on that? And you aggressively go to the hole.
1: Christich with a nice finish
2: there, and then pays him back the favor with the right hand. And <laughs> he
3: jerked him off. Right, that's kind of, I think, what the influence sure. Tuggy, tuggy, tug. Right, paid him back with the right hand. And significant pieces, big pieces for West Virginia. I mean, I know the shorts are getting smaller. I guess that's kind of a trend. But really, are we able to see that much? And significant pieces, big pieces for West Virginia. I just don't feel like that's necessary. Right.
1: So how many times have we seen Lonzo all of a sudden just come and explode? Uh Oh, uh oh, uh oh. Hopefully not a lot. Uh Uh
3: Apparently a lot, according to Bill Walton.
1: As Kanate... Goes to the hole. From behind, he's going to eat you all day. That's lunch for him all day. But don't let the smooth taste fool you.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh? Weewee area. <laughs> no, <laughs> I,
3: well, I, I don't know. Cooter. I, well, I'm not... <laughs> all right, that's, I guess, enough.
1: He comes and then gives you the gas face. So impressed with that young man. <laughs> all right.
3: Is that what impresses you? You come and get the gas face? Good, and trying to... Squeeze it through a narrow hole. Aren't we all? Chiefs grown two Dance. or three inches, which is a handful. Um, <laughs> um,
1: ah, yeah, that's on like your hand. Size, I guess.
3: He just unloaded. That's one's gonna gonna feel it a little bit later in the evening gay.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, that's one of our old classics. Love that one. Try to work that one in as much as possible. And they got a little bump from the rear. The Gardner can really unload on you. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, you huh? Who's with me on that? Nine on the shot clock for Courtney Lee. Gasol
2: has a jacket <laughs>
3: To? tuggy tuggy tug right yep had to well obviously they've been practicing this because he came right on his arms <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if they were practicing it that's not what would have happened but uh, you know what it's a trick shot i'm not exactly yogurt lad. i don't know what that is yogurt lad. i don't know what that has to do with anything uh, and that'll uh, wrap your round of fun with basketball pig's vagina all right that's what that has nothing to do with it Uh, It'll be available after the show on the podcast. Look for the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. You can also find it on iTunes as well.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show. You know,
3: we talk about the 911 calls that come in all the time on the show, sometimes because they're ridiculous, sometimes they're just amazing. And we always joke, but in reality, we always also want to make sure that uh, you don't use the 911 system for the wrong thing. I mean, that is an incredibly important system, needless to say, to all of us in society. And the people who answer the 911 calls are doing a tremendous job dealing with people in their most stressful situation ever. Um, And sometimes the calls go from the absurd that we talk about, like the guy who called 911 because his car was stuck on a train track and there was a train coming and apparently wasn't sure what he should do at that point. So she guided him through getting out of his car. Not that the door was shut and he couldn't pry it open, just didn't think of getting out of the car, and then narrowly missed getting hit by a train. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
4: It's my little escape.
3: Now Judy's the life of the
2: party.
4: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm
1: 911. There's a train coming. I'm going to get killed. Are so you know, in the car know, on the yes train track? So so get, out, get out of the car. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. Please.
3: Yep. Yep, Yep. it's done. My favorite part of that is him saying, yep, my God, you called it. Train was coming at me and I was on the tracks and the train hit the car. Yep. Way, way to go, Nostradamus. The terrifying thing is how quickly it happened. I mean, it was literally on him. Yes. And he's calling 911 like, what do I do? I'm not quite sure. Can you stop the train from there? Um, and then, of course, uh, it also goes to the uh, sort of the strange nine one one calls. You no know, one, you need police, fire, or medical?
1: Hey, right, I'm in the Four Seasons pool over here, and uh, off of uh, Murray and Allen, and uh, uh-huh. I've been in this hot tub here for. I don't know, at least 10 hours, and I cannot get anybody to stop and let me out and get me... I got no towels or nothing.
3: Now, that's a guy you wish the train was going to hit, but apparently did not in that case. I bring all that up because of what we just saw this morning, and it was an amazing story. Not a dumb one, not a misuse one, but one of these where a kid has had to call 911 because his parent is now apparently, well, in his mind dead oh now there's a happy ending to this the parent is not dead but this kid in england so you're going to love the uh the audio chelsea because strong accents on everyone involved and if you're new to the show for some reason chelsea hates you if you have an accent no that's not that's not true no what's the answer to that
0: I the british accent specifically is the most grating i don't hate you if you have an accent i don't hate anybody i just have a hard time with the british one
3: gotcha A woman in London having a medical emergency. No one was there except her three kids. Her oldest was four years old. Mm. He realizes something's wrong, grabs her iPhone, takes her thumb to open the screen to unlock it while she's unconscious, uses Siri to call 911, and here was part of the conversation that the dispatcher had with this four-year-old. Hello,
5: please, what is your emergency? Hello, I'm Raymond. Okay, where's your mummy? He's at home and where are you? At home as well. Can you do me a favour? Can you go and get mummy? He can't, she said. You said mummy was there. What do you mean she said?
3: So now he's telling the nine one one operator her, his mom is dead. Oh. By the way, have you ever heard more calm on either side of a line? The four-year-old and the dispatcher. That's, mm-hmm. I've
0: watched Peppa Pig. They talk like that all the time. It
3: sounds like an etiquette lesson. They but, are both so even keel. Mm-hmm. I don't think the cartoon for children
4: Peppa Pig covers when you think your parent is dead. so they it's are
3: calm. Horrible situation. Yes. Young boy thinks his mom has died. He's used her thumb to open up the phone and use Siri to call 911. Here's the rest of it. It
0: means that she's closing her eyes. And she's
5: not breathing. Right, so do you know where you live?
4: So then he gives the address. 22.
5: Can you go to your mummy and shake her for me? She's
0: not waking up.
5: Give her a good shake. Shout out mummy.
0: Mummy! It didn't work.
5: Are you in Kenley? Yes, Kenley. What is your name? Roland.
4: So paramedics arrive. Yeah. Wow. They provide first aid. She was not dead,
3: just unconscious, taken to a hospital. They don't know what the issue was, or at least they haven't released it. But apparently she is okay. How about that? Does that remind you if you've got young kids, Chelsea, your son is four, just like Roman or Raymond or whatever his name was. Does he know how to call 911 when Scott eats too many Hawaiian rolls and keels over on the floor?
0: I don't know. Well, there's the whole thing with the phone locks these days. You know, they can't just pick up a landline and and do it. So we need to use the thumb, right? We don't have a thumb one.
3: What do you mean you don't have a thumb one?
0: I have a number. Oh. I have a slide and a number, I don't well, have a thumb one Does it have
3: like voice recognition? Hey, what's up, it's your boy oh, Scott <laughs> Can you teach Dylan to do your husband's voice? Uh, uh, you don't need was, to it boy, Scott. unlock it to use the emergency, in the
4: emergency Yes, one. but you
3: need to teach him where that is Right Because it's not obvious on every
4: phone Yeah That's right, he's, you, well, you I can just...
3: dial 911 without unlocking it, right? Correct I yeah. think that is the gist of it, but I'll he didn't know it. that
0: I just, right now he's hissing at me every time I say something that he Scott doesn't want to do Well, Scott's no, a grown man So uh, we'll see how that works.
4: He's hissing at you. He's
0: hissing at me when I ask him to do something that he doesn't want to do, which is apparently everything.
3: Well,
4: the good news is you'll be unconscious and we'll be asking him.
3: So maybe he'll get it done. So keep that in mind. I mean, obviously... Yeah, crazy. Can you imagine? I mean, that kid came through with I know
0: news address and everything. We do work on that.
4: Uh, But that that kid, obviously, he's got a horrible future ahead of him because, he, you know, next time mom passes out, he's going to use the thumb and steal her identity and get to her bank account and download a bunch of cash. What? You know, you got to have your thumbprints for uh, some apps to work so you can access your bank.
0: Not all kids are sociopaths. Woody,
4: Woody,
3: stop talking. You hear how calm he was? His pulse Woody, was not racing. Stop talking. Why are you trying to turn a nice story into some kid stealing money Woody, from his parents? Stop talking. You mark my words. So keep that in mind. And also keep in mind that if you're confused about the day, a your emergency? <laughs> that's uh, not an option either. <laughs> The Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh,
4: Wilcox, you had mentioned earlier the exciting news that we get to see more of Mario Lopez Mm -hmm. as he's going to be hosting a new game show, right? Uh, Based on, was it Fruit Ninja or Candy Crush? Candy Crush. I get those uh, two confused.
3: very popular game that everybody seems to play is going to somehow be turned into a... Game show on TV. But it's more than just like answering questions
4: because you said that there's like physical agility and next generation
3: game board, blah, blah, blah. They called it a mix between Wipeout and Fear Factor. Mm-hmm. Hosted, of course, by Mario Lopez. As you right. do. Right. Uh, I think, you know, that, I can't wait for it. Sure. Me. July okay. is when that's CBS.
4: CBS. Okay, I'll I'll be looking on my DVR for that. Right. Uh, I bring it up because there was a, a show that just wrapped up. As a matter of fact, that uh, it was being broadcast across the pond in England, a reality show called Eden, and the final ten contestants just emerged from the West Highlands in Scotland. This is one of those reality shows where they put a group of people together and then sort of with hidden cameras and GoPros and stuff like that, they record what goes on as they try and rebuild society as if it was the Garden of Eden again. We Mm -hmm. talked about this. Mm -hmm. Did we? Yeah. Well, I bring it up because these 10 final contestants emerged from the West Highlands in Scotland to find out that their tv show hasn't been on television in 8 months and only 4 episodes ever aired you know you're sitting there you're doing your reality show and you're like man i'm getting a book deal out of this i am i'm, I'm going to come out of this thing i'm going to win I'm going to take the cash money and then I'm writing books and I'm on the, you know, the paid speakers tour.
3: Well, it is Scotland after all, so I'm sure there was haggis involved in the winnings as well. Worse than
4: haggis. Hmm. Se- several of the contestants had to go see an emergency dentist after they were forced to eat chicken grit to survive.
3: How are they being forced if the show's not being aired? <laughs> they that was in the first four episodes, you mean? You said they, they aired four of them.
4: Yes, but the thing is, this is one of those reality shows, like I said, where there's not, it's not like a survivor where there's a camera guy in your face and they're like, okay, we're going to do some sort of challenge. They're just trying to survive. But you
0: still need to have somebody to oversee the whole production, like a producer, move cameras around, like have tell them that they're not on the air anymore, like make sure nobody dies.
4: Nobody told them that they weren't on the air. And so they continued to play the game or, you know, live out this year in the wild only to find out whoopsie. Why
3: were they not?
0: Maybe they're going to use the footage somewhere else or try to shop it to someone else. Well, because... no, I
3: mean, Woody seems to be indicating in my mind that just the camera crew and the production just left and didn't tell anybody who was on the show. Well, there was no camera crew. Again,
4: this was just hidden cameras throughout their area and they were told not to leave. It was, quote, a groundbreaking social experiment, end quote. And so when the ratings didn't hit. They're like. Let's just keep filming them. We won't say anything. Wilcox,
0: do you feel like we're missing something? Well,
3: As, I mean, I, that explanation right there helped me because I assumed, like many of the shows, that there are a cameraman and a crew. Nope. So he's saying it's just cameras posted around like an island or whatever. Right. They were- And so the cameras might, you know, if they, let's say, went bankrupt or something, it was a small company that just couldn't make it. This is BBC putting this on. So that that but, makes Chelsea it, sound more right then because I, I don't know why they would just leave all their stuff behind.
4: They didn't but that's the thing is it's just a small camera not meant to be put there so that the people don't go oh my god I'm on
3: camera right now now I've got to act out Wait a out. second. Wait a second. That 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 that. viral marketing It is going to be on TV, Mm -hmm. but they're just saying now that it's not going to be on TV. Then they're going to come back later and they're going to say, we found footage. You're not going to believe it. We had abandoned the broadcast because we thought it wasn't going to work because it was so challenging. And now we're going to air this footage, this sort of found footage, and you're going to have the opportunity to watch it along with us. Remember when we said that we had just left them? We really dead. did and we this time we did leave them. Cause we thought the production was over. But then we found the footage, and my God, is it fantastic. I no, like they they think. say they have the footage. They just said they haven't been airing it. No, but they're going to. This has to. been recording for
0: a whole year. Nobody Is this like the Truman Show, but then they say nobody was watching?
4: Basically, that's
3: exactly what it is, Chelsea. I'm it with was Wilcox
0: the, on this one. Something else is up there.
3: It's kind of like what's happening with our radio show, right? We're just talking, and yeah, no one's there's listening. There's nobody listening. We're just doing this as if. I don't even think the mics are plugged in. <laughs> I haven't seen any light in the building for years. I wondered why we did the show in the dark. I thought it was just because they didn't want us to see Woody. But now I'm starting to wonder if maybe this whole thing is a ruse as well. Mm-hmm. The difference, though, between our radio
4: show and the video footage that they got, there is some sort of redeeming quality to the video footage they got.
3: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumbacasino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life
2: no purchase necessary btw
4: are prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus right nobody's gonna go back through the woody and wilcox tapes and be like i found
3: something no, exciting there's
0: one guy who does that
3: though <laughs> yeah that's right he's in idaho mm-hmm. and, podcasts uh, all he, the podcasts his ever. name is jason and he's fantastic i'm a big fan similarity, a Woody is naked. So,
4: And I'm afraid.
3: <laughs> and we're all afraid. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah, I think we all are. So
3: there is that. There'll never be any footage of that, though. So we're Thank all God. safe, luckily. Woody
2: and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: Well, I don't know how we do it. We go from talking about Woody nude in the studio and mm-hmm. perhaps on a desert island to talking to one of the great authors out there over the last couple of years. On the phone with us right now is the uh, award-winning author Margot Lee Shetterly, and you may remember uh, she is the author of the book Hidden Figures, which obviously was made into the huge and well-received movie Hidden Figures, nominated for Best Picture for Mm -hmm. the Academy Awards and nominated at the Golden Globes and all these other Screen Actor Guild Award and so forth and so on. Uh, Margot, thank you so
5: much for taking some time
3: with us this morning.
5: Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. I I I always I never turned down an opportunity to talk about hidden figures. Well,
3: I wanted to thank you for something else right up front. Um I know obviously you wrote the book, but it has since become such a huge and successful movie. I have a ten year old and a twelve year old, and I this was their first sort of non-kids movie that they saw. Mm-hmm. And Loved it and sparked something in them like I hadn't seen before. So if it wasn't for your book and the content, they would have uh, never had that experience. And it was great to watch as a father. So thank you for that.
5: Oh, wow. Thank you for telling me that. that. That is a great, great thing to hear.
3: Now,
4: I didn't see many pictures in my copy, so can next time when you write a book there be more pictures? That's more my speed of reading.
0: He'd like you to write just a straight-up children's book next.
3: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> his
4: Actually, level. you
5: know, funny that you say that. I am working on a children's a picture book version of it, so you will get your wish. Yes! <laughs> right. Right. Yes! What a great idea. Yeah, yeah. There's a young reader's edition which is really mm-hmm. for kids like 8 to 12, but this is for the, the littlest ones.
3: She wrote the book Hidden figures
4: you probably have seen the movie margot lee shetterly joins us on the phone is this the first book that you had written
5: yes this is my first book it is the first book being adapted to a film it's it's kind of the first everything there
4: well way to hit a home run right out of the blocks where do you go from here
5: I know, I know what I learned uh, during doing this research is Some of the best stories are the people that we live next door to You know, that, that the grandfather who was in World War II Who never told his story You know what I mean? That, those are the kind of stories that really captivate me And those are the kind of stories that I want to keep telling So there, you know, there are a couple of stories that I, I discovered You know, during this research And I'm hoping once uh, Hidden Figures slows down a little bit That I'll, I'll get back to that writing and research that I love so much
3: First of all The timeline on you writing the book and then having it sold as a movie and then having the movie produced all so quickly is unprecedented, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And I think part of that was because it was such an amazing story that so many people hadn't heard, obviously. Are you now sort of the champion of all these somewhat unknown Historical things? Are people sending you, hey, are you aware of this part of our history in this country?
5: Well, I do get a lot of. The- Emails and tweets these days was <laughs> with, with some remarkable stories out there you know I mean stories from you know African Americans and women but you know remarkable everyday people from all backgrounds and I I just tell people listen if you know the story you are probably the one to tell the story I mean I knew the story and that put me in a position to kind of bring it forward and I, I really do hope that this energizes people who have a story to to move forward with telling it and you know I, I want nothing more than to you know put my feet up on the couch and with a stack of 25 books of things that I've never heard of and and just plow through them
3: we're talking to Margot Lee Shetterly who is the author of the book Hidden Figures which obviously is what the movie was based on why is it that we don't get to hear stories like this I look
4: back on my history classes that I was forced to take in high school and in college and they were so dry and Hidden Figures and the stories that you're talking about are so enriching and and in-depth, it it seems like it would capture me as a young person a lot more and get me interested.
5: Well, I think a lot of it is this idea that, um, you know, history is something that happens from the famous people, you know, Um, and that, you know, when you go into the history class, you kind of get the the dates and the facts and Mm. the, you know, the dry stuff that kids are maybe like, well, how does this relate to me? Or is if you get those stories and you tell them through people's eyes. You know, so it's not just the space program. It's Dorothy Vaughn who wants a better life for her family. It's Katherine Johnson who has to tell her boss that she's the right person for the job. The way we tell history and what we think of as history and who participates in history is changing. And I think as that changes, um, then, you know, we're going to see a lot more interesting stories come out of the woodwork.
3: Were you somebody... Who always was fascinated by history of all sorts and that sort of thing, or at some point, since this was part of your life growing up uh, in the sense that your dad worked at NASA and so forth, is it just that this particular story you thought, well, I have to tell this, or were you somebody always fascinated by those sorts of things?
5: I would never have called myself a historian by any means. I sort of was a business person. That was my first job was as an investment banker out of school and kind of considered myself the analytical person. You know, I took all the math and science because my dad, you know, really pushed me to do that. But I always had an interest in history, you know, the kind of big, sweeping, big-picture history, nonfiction books. And um, this story was, was really the collision of, of those two things, of, of that interest and that kind of history and my kind of insider knowledge of, of these women and, and their story. And so it, it's really come together. And, uh, you know, what uh, what I'm really excited about is getting the chance to tell more stories like these. It, it's just the uh, historical stories to me are are just as fascinating, if not more fascinating, than, uh, than fiction.
3: We're talking to Margot Lee Shetterly, who is the author of the book Hidden Figures, which among other things, was named the book of the year in 2016 by Time magazine. And obviously now is a movie. A lot of people have seen the movie, maybe not read the book. Um, and, and, and speaking of that, obviously there are things that are left out of the book, of course, to make a movie. You have to shorten it all down. Was there anything that was misrepresented in the movie or something that was done in the movie that you thought, that's not really the way I wanted that to come
5: out as far
3: as the book went?
5: Yeah, you know, I have to say, I, I really um, I learned a lot going through this process. Really understood, first of all, what it meant to write a book and what that took. But then to see how a book got adapted to film and understanding that 50, 75 pages, whatever, of notes that are in the book, well, that's great for the nonfiction reader. But what you've got to do in a two-hour experience in a movie theater is transport people, and what that means is um, taking. Some liberties with the literal story, so that you get to the essence of of the people and mm. the, the and the time that you have. So I, I was really happy with how that came out. Even as you know, I, I really learned a lot during that process. There were times that I was like, "No, that's not literally true," and and then I see the movie and I was like, "Wow, I." Totally learned so much about what it takes to to transport a true story to the big screen. So uh, you know, I I am really pleased with the the movie.
3: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I mean, it was fantastic.
5: It was hard. I mean, the. First- time I saw it, it was, you know, there was also this kind of out-of-body thing, like, this is really happening, <laughs> you know? Um, I, I couldn't quite believe it. And, um, you know, but I'm, you know, I am also, like, the the history like, detail geek, and I love the details, and so I hope that people who, who really enjoyed the movie, who are curious about, well, how did Dorothy Vaughn, you know, first come to the the Langley Research Center, um, you know, I hope they'll pick up the book, and, and they'll get to, you know, read all those details, and, and and they can, you know, dig into all the sources in the back and, and, uh, and you know, go to town on, on the sort of um, the details of it.
3: The book is now available in paperback as well, so easy to grab. What else are you working on? Is there anything you can tell us that's coming down the pike?
5: You know, there are are a couple of stories that I found that I'm really eager to um, put into book form. Uh, One of them sort of also involves science and, um, you know, has an international angle. Another one um, is really focused on entrepreneurship and, and media and real estate. Um, but the thing that they have in common and also with, um, with Hidden Figures is that their mid-century stories, um, mid-20th century, they are, uh, have African-American protagonists, very compelling, interesting characters, and they really deal with this idea of the American dream, you know, work and identity and social mobility and, you know, who gets to call themselves American, and, you know, all of those issues that came to play in, in Hidden Figures, analyzing them through a different set of characters and, and circumstances. But it's, it's really that idea of the American dream that I think I find so fascinating and so compelling. Well, and so cool to
3: tell history without it being, like Woody said, dry and boring. It's all about the personal stories. That's what makes everybody obviously enveloped in, in the history of it. It's fascinating. We really appreciate you spending time with us, Margo. Thank you so much.
5: It was a real pleasure being on the show.
3: Margot Lee Shetterly, the author of the book Hidden Figures, which, of course, then became the movie like a month or two later. It was an incredible turnaround and Mm -hmm. now, uh, you know, nominated for Best Picture at Academy Awards. You know, we should have asked her is if she could maybe come up with something about you, Woody. And uh, instead of focusing on the genius of the uh, three African-American ladies and their math skills, maybe the lack of math skills that you have and somehow turn that into... Uh, an award-winning book. Right. They helped put a man on the moon. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Uh, you've I ruined a society with your math skills. I feel like that's uh, not of the same proportion, but equally shocking.
0: You really you... want to read a whole book about Woody?
3: No, you know what? It'd be more like a pamphlet. Yeah, that's a good point. We're going to do a round of uh, Fun with Basketball audio on the way next. If you just joined us and missed that, uh, the entire chat with Margot Lee Shetterly will be available on the podcast Look for that on the Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio after the show. The Woody and Wilcox Show.
4: Lots of ways you can reach the show via the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page on Twitter and Instagram, at Woody and Wilcox. Or you can go the old-fashioned route send an email like uh, Stephen did. Stephen says, hey, Woody, can you ask Wilcox what time Arizona plays? They seem to have left it off the schedule. I
3: get it. My alma mater lost last wow. night in the Sweet 16. I you, get it.
4: P.S., can you ask him who lost the 2001 NCAA Men's Basketball Championship game? Uh, it was Arizona. He answers it for you, and they lost it Duke. Okay,
0: look, I love giving it to Wilcox as much as the next guy.
4: Uh,
3: well, we do like to make fun of him because his team actually made the
0: But I think that dancing. this is a little
3: much. Let me remind you that 20 years ago this month, we were the national champions. Uh, two decades ago, in your face, you're absolutely Hello, right. Hello, 1997. So, pow! Uh, and when you graduated there from the
4: University of Arizona, do you remember who your commencement speaker was? It's it's been forty fifty years, <laughs> uh, you know, fifty five. Not quite. I
0: accidentally slept through my graduation, so
4: you don't even remember nope. Chelsea and George Tech. God, if we had one, I we could we have not had one because I don't remember. A uh, Marley Matlin spoke at mine, um, which I found fascinating because she's the uh, deaf actress, she uh, Academy Award winner, at least a nominee. Well you and, know
3: deaf people can speak.:
4: Well, yes, but she signed the entire thing, and when you study radio and a deaf woman speaks at your graduation, it was fascinating. Different. OK. A little gotcha. bit different. All right. I don't know how much she was paid to give that speech. I think we talked about this, Wilcox. Remember Snooky? from, uh, what was that show, the Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore, gave a speech at Rutgers University, and she was paid $32,000 for that speech.
3: We talked about it
4: when it happened, I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
3: Yes, Snooki. that was a while back. I remember that. I, I do remember that, even though that was not my graduation. What? Yeah, it was $32, like $32,000. That's right. To speak? Was that like 2010, 2011, back when that was kind of a thing? Yep. Her, I mean, and her show. The uh, reason I'm bringing it up is... Why not... wouldn't you want Snooki to speak at your college graduation? <laughs> well, so it is in New say. Jersey. where. For those that don't know, Rutgers is in New Jersey. That so. doesn't excuse it. No, but I mean, at least there I, there is some tie-in, I guess, although I don't understand it.
4: You gave thirty-two grand to a woman named Snooky to speak to college graduates. Uh, I bring it up because the uh, the people that run the state there in New Jersey are a little bit upset. They don't want public funds to go to people like Snooky mm-hmm. to give speeches like that. By the way, she made two thousand dollars more than a Nobel Prize winning author was paid
3: to speak. And, and so, so what they're doing years, is, they finally had enough. They were right. like, cause this was a long oh time God. ago. Well, they want to crack just now down dealing with it now. Yes. They want to, so- <laughs> they want to
4: cap spending on public university speakers at $10,000 maximum because they're afraid that it's a waste of the resources of the people of the state to go, why are we giving Snooky so much money yeah. to give a speech? But then I started to look around and you realize what people charge for speeches. I mean, University we, uh, of Arizona alumnus Kim Kardashian, didn't she go to the University no, of Arizona?
3: No, Courtney went to U of A. Oh, I apologize. I believe is the uh, correct Kardashian.
4: You want uh, Kim to come give a speech? What do you I, think it runs you?
3: I, I do not. I didn't she know you speak? could pay her to speak.
4: Just her speech is just in selfies. Or
3: do you pay her to not speak? Because that would make more sense, right?
4: Fifty to $75,000 <laughs> per <laughs> engagement. Oh, sure. Paris Hilton. She
0: speaks.
4: Yes, she speaks. Chelsea. $110,000. Nope. Yeah. This is
0: when they show up at a club and like spin some music. No, or she actually makes more speak. to DJ. Where has she given a speech? Any of those.
4: It doesn't matter where she's given a speech. That's what she charges when you're like, hey, let's have Paris Hilton give our commencement address. No,
0: but that's their rate. But has anybody actually followed through with it? Those are two different things in my mind. But you
3: realize somebody like them gets paid to just walk through a restaurant. Sometimes. Right? Like viral marketing stuff. And it's probably more than that. Granted, that makes more sense than having them speak.
0: I just, I hate everything right now.
3: Bristol Palin,
4: (laughs) famous for what? Having, knocked up. Having children out of wedlock, fifteen
3: dollars to $30,000. Well, she's going to speak about how to right. use birth control. She, she was an advocate. She was, she
0: was doing that and then got knocked up again.
3: Yes. But, that, I mean, that's, I, I bring it up because. You don't right? have to play in the NBA to be a good coach, Chelsea. Just because she got knocked <laughs> up doesn't mean she doesn't know how to tell you. <laughs> about, about, about All right. birth control. All right. Here's what I want you to do. The some, of the, some of the best coaches were never great players, so. Do the opposite of what I did. I mean, it doesn't mean she can't teach you. How dare you guys <laughs> suggest that she's bad at it?
4: I bring it up because, you know, commencement speeches and graduations are right around the corner here. Yeah, right. The Woody and Wilcox Show is offering mm. its services... Nope. ...for the grand sum of an honorary degree. Mm. Oh. Right?
0: Okay. What are you going to do with that?
4: Dr. Wilcox? Dr. Mm. Chelsea? Nope. Would you agree to give a commencement speech just for the honorary
3: degree? You know what I would have if I was setting up a commencement speech at my college graduation today? I'd pay this guy to come and speak. Minus getting beaten on. What's the back of the head? Could be in trouble here, Minus. But Manus is relaxed here, Pat. I would only ask him to continue to talk about Danny Manus. Danny Manus still riding right the back of Manus. Good defense here from Manus. Is there a way you can work into our graduation speak, uh, speech? Talk about Danny Manus. Manus flattened out. Manus flat on the canvas. We are ready to rock and roll. Second round of action. There is a cut on Manus. Oh, How would I, I, I would immediately become valedictorian, right? I don't think that's how it I works. I don't know not how it works. I think that is how it works. Some sort of honorary degree just for getting him to come and talk about Danny Manus Maness um, is ready to pounce the other. Shoots in early. Minus defends it. Maness is in a bit of pain here. And by the way, I think the content of Kim Kardashian's speeches is the same. Right.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show. Woody,
3: Chelsea, you guys remember that every year this website called Estately puts together a list of every state in the country and what they buy, or Google at least, more than any other state in the union. This is a website that helps you like, if you're moving and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it's a real estate website, and they did the study of Google shopping searches to see what weird product... Every state shops for more than another state.
0: And they do this every year.
3: Do it every year. Now, I'm going to say right up front, I'm not sure I buy it. But maybe some of it feels
4: accurate. Well, what, it, what do you it related mean?
0: related to real estate anyway?
4: Well, when you're moving across the country, let's say, Chelsea, and you're like, hey, okay. I want to move to... Mansplaining. I don't know. Well, I, I, I asked wanna...
0: him the question, so he is allowed to respond. I, I,
4: I want to move to Florida, but I'm not quite sure. You know, I've heard on the Woody and Wilcox show they're sort of wacky. What do they buy more than anything? Okay, well,
0: that was a terrible explanation. I want to hear the... Uh...
3: Well, but I think that's I think that's it. As you're trying to decide where you're going to move... I
0: don't know if I'm going to move to Florida... I wonder what they buy more than anything. That'll help me with my decision.
3: Well, but it is somehow related uh, to real estate. I I mean, I can't explain it any more than that. The answer, by the way, is Guy Fieri cookware.
5: Okay. So you've
3: seen seen the same study that I had, apparently. Yeah, that's the one I had too. Guy Fieri cookware is googled more in Florida than anywhere else in the country. Okay. So now. Now with that information, would that be? I, I'm not sure.
4: <laughs> now with that information, though, you can make a solid decision on whether or not you want to move there.
3: Okay. I see. I think Woody makes, and I don't say this much. I think Woody makes a valid point. Or there. Or
4: even just visit.
3: And by the way, we we're talking earlier how Wisconsin is sort of lovingly known as the Florida of the Midwest. Yeah. You see, in Florida, they've got Guy Fieri cookware googled more than any other state in the nation. Uh, anybody want to guess what they Google more in Wisconsin? Cheese. That would be a great guess, and I wouldn't have said, that sounds dumb. However, the answer is truck nuts. (laughs) You know, the item that you place uh, under your bumper appears to be testicles that dangle from your truck. (laughs) Right. Shows masculinity. Every time we mention it, I hear somebody go, I didn't know what that was. So I always feel like I need to, and it's also just fun to explain what truck nuts are. So that's, you know, and would that help you make a decision if you're thinking, my God, I want to know what the cost of living is. And then what, you know, how what's the average median income for the, you know, and, and wh- then right. right. truck nuts. OK, yeah. like, well, wolf. that's out. Yeah, I don't can want you, to see truck nuts every day.
4: Since you explained truck nuts, can you explain uh, the state of Washington, what they Google more than any other state?
0: Craft beer.
3: I see, so so I see what, what he's talking about, and I don't know what that is. That's
4: what I was... Do I, you know what that is? No, and I was hoping you would explain it to me what a clam gun is. Chelsea, clam gun. Now, I, I have some theories, and it's one. Of, I've narrowed it down to one of two. It's either a gun that shoots clams, which I'm a fan of. <laughs> like, no, officer, my clam gun was unloaded. I don't know how it went
3: off. Oh, yeah. Or is it something of a, you know what I'm saying, sexual nature, right? It's like the
4: sequel to uh, Teeth, you know. The sequel to (laughs) Teeth, the movie where teeth grew inside a lady's... You think it's clam gun? What? She
3: develops a Smith & Wesson in her hoo-ha. Cooter. Come on, Spokane, ring in on this. (laughs) State of Washington Googles clam gun more than anything else. Uh, it must be the other thing then. is
4: like people who are out on the coast who you know they hunt uh, clams and gooey you ducks and, yeah you do because you have to walk around you look for the holes it's like a giant tube that you suck the sand out and then
3: the clam comes with it that's what it is yeah that, wow. that's what a it's like clam a plunger is. for your sand yeah close it's like a, a post hole digger like a manual post hole digger right but basically it except it's not as big and it doesn't have the two. But it's the same idea. Then, okay. Yeah. Well,
0: that seems a little more practical than truck nuts, but who am I to judge?
3: Does it make sense that South Dakota is Googling exploding kittens as an item? Aww. Which I don't even think is something you buy, I right? So
0: that's a band.
3: The idea... No, it's a card game, and it's fantastic. Okay. It's a card game? It is. Yeah. Because I was going to say, it doesn't make sense that people be shopping for exploding kittens, because I don't think you can buy them. You can. It's and, South
0: Carolina. Uh, there are no rules.
3: South Dakota. No. Oh, South Dakota. S- South Carolina uh, Googles
4: adult underoos more than any other.
3: <laughs> well, like you. That doesn't surprise anybody, does it? Nope. Eh. What is Exploding Kittens? It's a card game?
4: Yeah, it's a card game uh, that you play. Uh, it's difficult to explain.
3: All right. Thank okay, you. Okay, thanks, Woody. I'd like you to give me the full explanation. Go to the com. You'll find out. Nope. Uh, And for some reason, Nebraska is Googling jorts more than anybody else. And again, see, I'm ready to call BS on that one. You're telling me people are going online and Googling in order to... Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky?
3: They're Googling jorts so and somebody, buying them.
0: Somebody's waking up and saying, "Yes, got to get me some jorts today. Mm.
3: Correct. Including the state of Colorado, and somebody's going to need to explain this one to me, shopping for the Borat Mankini more than anyone else. So not only interesting, but also a decade behind, right. or, uh, <laughs> or maybe two decades. So they're
0: just bringing it back. They're very trendy.
3: I don't know.
4: Tennessee, I'm on the actual website, and they list the the top things. Tennessee, I think, wins.
3: Colostomy bags, crack pipes, toupees. Toupees number one, by the way. (laughs) Used to be the name of our show, Crack Pipes and Toupees. Good morning, everybody. I was Crack Pipes. Yeah, you were Crack Pipes, and I was toupees. It's too long to fit on the bumper sticker, but it was fun for a while.
0: You can type jorts into Amazon, and they come up to buy.
3: Which state do you feel Google's the Confederate flag bikini more than any other? Alabama. Fact, Texas. Alabama, Texas. This one surprised me, but not crazy. Utah. <laughs> that would surprise <laughs> me crazy. Puerto Rico. That would okay even crazier. <laughs> no. West Virginia is the correct okay. answer. West uh, Virginia yeah. is good. Yeah. So if you want to know about adult diapers, Alabama would love to help you because that's the thing that they Google on shopping more than anyone else in the country. Uh, I'll tweet this out for you. So in case you are thinking about moving, perhaps, you can find out that Indiana uh, Googles blow-up dolls more than any other state in the nation. Right? It's not the show-me state, so that doesn't make sense. that's right. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We're all Americans here
4: on the Woody and Wilcox Show, and as such, we adhere to a few things mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. and celebrities telling us exactly what to do with our lives. USA! USA! Mm-hmm. USA! That's why we have the utmost respect for a woman known as Gwyneth Paltrow. No. <laughs> what is it now? Not Come on, and <laughs> the ability of Gwyneth to tell us exactly what which, which type of four hundred dollar an ounce Gouda cheese we should be eating, or is it howda, Chelsea? Howda. Mm. Uh, we also look to her to tell us. When to steam our private areas,
3: Mm -hmm, how much to steam them. Mm -hmm. And she runs a website, right? That's it. And it gives all sorts of advice on great products and treatments that you can do for yourself. Yes. Many of which are far, far unattainable for the average human. Even Even for the super rich, they're like, damn, that's expensive. And that's even if you wanted to go down that path.
4: Yes, everything from jade eggs mm-hmm. in the hoo-ha to okay. uh, other Where bodily, are, yeah. bodily right. treatments that sure. are quite- funny, uh Telling us that water gets mad when you yell at it. Oh, that's right. Yes. Sure. Well, uh, the, uh, her website Goop uh, just released their sex issue. Oh, my. And the headline, I think, says it all. Gwyneth Paltrow insists- that backdoor relations are practically standard in the modern bedroom repertoire
3: <coughs> she does
4: a whole article is devoted to backdoor loving, including a lengthy question and answer period with a doctor frat button back butt. about the pros and cons hugging Bumpleys of going Greek no go hole hates hey, this- because they ain't us. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And being a God fearing American that I am, I trust Gwyneth Paltrow to give me the facts.
3: Why would she be do I mean what's is she I, I, selling a product or this is just advice? Well, I think it's advice. I don't I'm not sure I understand.
4: Because once you dive into the article, uh it really the headline was let's just say fake news because what, she, what Gwyneth was talking about is if you look in the media, and perhaps if you're one of those people that watches online pornography, you might think that everybody's getting it done
1: mm-hmm.
4: in the exit portal.
0: Okay, so she's not actually saying that it is a thing everywhere. She's saying the media makes it seem like it's a thing that everybody's doing, Yes, when in fact, as most women can attest to, it's not happening all the time.
4: That what well, that's correct. Yes. Okay. I mean, the first question with the doctor is, when did this become a thing? Well, in the eighties. Uh, B.C. Uh, right. I think it's been around a little bit longer. The doctor in the
0: eighties. In the eighties. Is that when it became a thing? Okay.
4: Yes. They also get into the percentage of straight couples who enjoy it on a regular basis. Are you packing baloney or what? Ten to fifteen percent. <laughs> So, not everybody, as the media would say. Okay. And even those say, eh, one in five times we're getting it done back there. And outside of that, we're just, you know.
0: What are you? How jealous are you? Because you'd just like to get it done anywhere, any available place.
4: I'll even just accept another person
3: in the room. I'm on the page now where I don't know if I'm reading the same article, but I see that she also is urging you to stay away from a condom unless it's vegan. The condom has to be vegan? Correct. What does that mean? It doesn't eat milk? Made of lettuce? I don't know. I'm, I'm spitballing as well as you are. Please Something don't use about that term.
0: latex and what that has in it. And like some people use sheepskin, which would obviously not be vegan. That's for people with latex allergies.
4: You only use that when it's cold outside, right? It's got the bowl on it.
3: I don't think think that's accurate, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not familiar. You can't put those in the dryer
4: or they shrink. Trust me. I'm having a
0: hard enough time getting Mm. through the day without Gwyneth Paltrow telling me what to put on my genitalia. Damn it. Vegan condoms.
3: Do the others have meat in them? Sometimes. (laughs) Because I wouldn't have realized that a condom was something that would need to be vegan. Or is it just the sheep thing? Well,
0: think you're you're miss a lot of <sighs> vegan isn't just about straight up animals. It's about animal parts and byproducts, etc. So mm-hmm. when you make the typical condom, aside from the sheepskin ones or whatever they are, they probably have some of those parts in it to mm-hmm. manufacture the latex. I
3: like a, like part of a horse's hoof, or right? Something. Like they used to make jello like a Blue or yeah, one of those things yeah, that I hear about so much. So,
0: maybe. I don't know. Whatever gets the job done. Mm. I would rather it not be vegan if it's going to keep me from getting pregnant. You know what I mean?
4: By the way, she also links to a rentable dungeon the next time you're in Los Angeles. If you were thinking about, well, by God, here I am in Los Angeles, California. Got to get some Fifty shades of gray. Is there a dungeon around here that I could rent? She's got the link to it.
0: I am tired.
4: (laughs) I am tired. Arbor Day is not that far away. Right. April 28th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get on this website because everybody knows Arbor Day is the day that you try
3: something new in the bedroom. That's where you use a bark condom for Arbor Day, right? I don't mean woof woof. (laughs)
0: Okay. I mean, made out of a tree. Save that for Woody. Let Woody do those. (laughs) What do you mean? It was awful. It was awful, and it should have come out of Woody's mouth.
3: All right. Well, I agree.
1: You're right. I don't have a bar condom in my mouth.
3: I've done a 180. You're right.
1: Thank you, Woody.
2: The Woody
3: and Wilcox Show. So, uh, three stories coming your way here as we do a round of It Happened in Florida. And you're more than welcome to get in and compete at 844-4WW-SHOW. That's eight four 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 4 ww We'll share, Woody and I will, these three stories real quick. All of them true. One of them happening in Florida. That's the one you need to identify. Woody, how about story number one? Story
4: number one is all about the headline. You try and figure it out for me because I can't figure it out. Fugitive capybaras, Bonnie and Clyde give birth to triplets.
3: I didn't understand a couple of words in there, I don't think.
4: <laughs> Which ones didn't you understand? Bonnie and Clyde birth Capibara? triplets.
3: Capybaras.
4: You know what those are? Small rodents with uh, bright
3: orange teeth. And you said fugitive capybaras. Yes. What was the next part?
4: Uh, give birth to triplets. I,
0: there, so there's a rodent that's on the loose that had triplets.
4: That's exactly what I'm talking about. They escaped from a zoo in this particular area and were on the lamb for several weeks. Bonnie and Clyde escaped from the zoo. And once they were captured, after several weeks last June, they have now given birth to triplets. (laughs) We are proud to announce that the zoo is now parents to three new pups. Mother and pups are healthy and doing well.
3: Was it in Florida? That's... Maybe we should have a segment every day just about capybaras and their birth patterns.
0: Or just, you know, rodents on the lamb.
3: Sure, yes, rodents on the lamb. I like that. That's L-A-M, not L-A-M-B. Um, all right, well, story number two, I think, is maybe a little bit more relatable, and that is that uh, you're a parent, Chelsea. Um, imagine this. You're, in this case, five-year-old, so you're only a year away from this, mm-hmm. goes to school, and you get a call from the teacher. Hmm. Something has gone wrong with your child's lunch, specifically. Oh, God, no. What would you imagine that it was? I've accidentally packed
0: something that was made near where a nut factory used to stand.
3: no, uh, you're you're <laughs> actually not as far off as you might imagine with that guess. It has nothing to do with nuts or their factory. It
0: always has to do with nuts when it comes to lunches.
3: No, apparently the five-year-old write that down had brought booze to school.
0: Probably still better than bringing a nut product. What do you
3: mean they brought? How booze do you bring booze like a bottle of liquor? So the teacher calls home to the mom and says, "Uh, your daughter has smeared off raspberry sorbet in her lunch." Did anybody know this was a thing? I've seen the picture now. It looks exactly like a juice box. Oh, Beer Club Brandon. No, he no, drinks mangaritas. I've seen a mangarita can, and that's not what this Giant, is. Giant cans. Right. No, that has nothing to do with it. These are small pouches like you would stab with a straw, like a juice thing.
0: Yeah. Pretty much everything is moving towards being able to drink without people knowing that you're actually drinking.
3: The mother said that she had allowed her five-year-old to pack her own lunch, and apparently she had reached in and instead of pulling out one of her juice pouches, had pulled out Smirnoff raspberry sorbet, which I'd never seen before. Have you seen that, Woody? I have not. Sounds fantastic, though. Was it Florida is the question for you? 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got the... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? A woo-hoo-er, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
3: The third and final third and
4: final story has to do with a flight that is delayed. Right, the worst thing that you. Can hear before your plane pushes back at the airport is the uh, the
3: from the flight deck. Uh oh, Here no. we go. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna have oh. to sit here for a little while. We got us uh, some bees on the wing. This is the only impression that Woody does well. By the way, Thank The, you. the, the pilot
0: bees on the wing. We've got some
3: bees, bees on the wing. wing?
0: That's exactly Ooh, what it happens.
4: Reminds me of my. Beetles impression. Not beetles. Um, pole. All right. Or am I, George? Right. I don't know. All right. Oh, a beetle. That's fine. When one of the guys who's throwing the luggage on the plane's like, wow, that looks like a mess of bees up there on the wing. I'm going to go ahead and let the pilot know. Oh, that was that part was real. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was a three. Four <laughs> hours later, the bees are like, well, I guess this plane's not taking off. The flight was
3: delayed because bees were on the wing? Yes. I actually have audio of it. Would you like to hear it? I will. Be-
5: Bees! Bees in oh! the car! Bees everywhere! God, they're heroes! They're ripping my flesh off!
1: Son, uh, roll oh! around! Did you hear me? Roll around on the ground!
5: Forget that! I'm starting to swell up! Save I'll... yourself! Ah, don't be the hero! Frank, I'm allergic ah! to
2: bees. Me too. They're huge
5: and they're sting crazy. We'll come back
2: later and check on you. Get yes. away! Save yourself. Your right. firearms
3: are useless against them. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Was it? In, <laughs> That's <or not>? hilarious. <laughs> it's uh, Chris Farley, I believe, from yeah. Tommy Boy. Yes, it is. I thought this was the audio of the pilot seeing the bees on the wing. Oh God! If that! Oh my God! That is, that
5: is,
1: oh my God! Oh no! Was
5: well, that
3: not the audio? That is not. Oh, uh, this is the audio. I'm sorry. Ah! <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, from the flight deck. Ah! <laughs> uh, do it again. From the flight deck. Uh, from the flight deck.
5: Oh,
3: my God. There it is. Did I do my story already? Yes, you did. That's I totally fine. lost track. <laughs> that is, from the flight deck.
4: <laughs> uh, all three stories actually happened, John. Which one went down in Florida? Can you tell us? Story number three. Story number three is the one, yes. Miami, Florida. Miami International Airport. Airport code MIA, in case you were planning, (laughs) is where the four-hour delay for the people waiting for the bees to
3: go away. Just saying in case you were planning, the airport code is MIA. That's right. Uh, Not in this country, by the way, is where the five-year-old took the Smirnoff raspberry sorbet to school by accident, thinking it was one of her juice thingies. Uh, Australia. Did I say that? You did say that. that. I think I did say that. Yeah. And the capybara is the largest
4: rodent in the world that escaped from the Toronto Zoo. And Bonnie and Clyde are their names. Once they were returned, they then had triplets and the zookeepers didn't even know that Bonnie was pregnant. Mm -hmm. That is
3: touching. I can't wait to find out more about them.
2: The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well,
3: we were talking a second ago about how you ought to be taking the day off. Maybe you didn't realize today was a holiday. It's uh, Peyton Manning's 41st birthday. Mm-hmm. And among being a quarterback and selling pizza, we did talk about the fact that the, the dude's pretty funny. He's made a couple of turns on SNL. and We played the clip from Kristen Wiig a while back that was really funny. Uh, and, I and thanks to Billy for pointing this out on Twitter, uh, at Woody and Wilcox. Hey, guys, Peyton also did very well on the roast of Rob Lowe. I forgot, yes. I had yeah. forgotten that he was on that as well. So, Billy, thank you for mentioning that. Peyton was funny on the roast of Rob Lowe.
1: I just met this guy, Pete Davidson, backstage before the show. great guy. He asked to take a picture with me, and I didn't even realize he was one of the comedians. I told him, don't give up, kid. Whatever disease you have, you can beat it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, since we're on the roast topic... Peyton Manning <laughs> celebrating a birthday today wasn't the only funny one on the roast of Rob Lowe. Uh, my favorite actually was a surprise to me. It was Jimmy Carr, the uh, English comedian. Yeah. He uh, started this way. Anne Coulter's... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this gets classy.
2: <laughs> Ann Coulter's... <laughs> is now so old and dry that it's just got a job
0: drawing cartoons for the New Yorker. Jeez. Right? And this is Rob Lowe's that's roast. is the roast
3: of Rob Lowe, but right, that's but, Jimmy it's Carr. Right, Well, free-for-all. Oh, yeah, Ann Coulter was on mm-hmm. the thing, so... Yeah. And then Jimmy Carr uh, took a shot at Nikki Glazer as well. Nikki Glazer is here, one of my favorites. On Nikki's Comedy Central show, Not Safe, she found out her father is hung like a horse. And we found out Nikki inherited her face from her dad's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe a little better than Peyton. (laughs) But Peyton was solid. Peyton was solid. <laughs> he was solid. I don't want to take anything away from the birthday boy. Peyton was great right. celebrating his forty-first birthday. Today, but right. Jimmy Carr was the NFL fantastic. didn't let
0: him make D jokes. So
3: <laughs> I don't know. I he think wanted he was, to he was do that Retired one. at that point. do I don't know. I don't
0: think
3: they could get on top mm-hmm.
0: of him. He that. wouldn't sell as much pizza.
3: Speaking of Nikki Glaser, uh, she of course was there, and uh, she had an interesting take on the roast of Rob Lowe as well. Not about Rob Lowe, but about Jewel.
0: Jewel is here, or as I call her, Trailer Swift. Oh. <laughs> Jewel, I do not want to badmouth you since God already did. Oh. No. I think your smile is cute. I feel like your teeth are like the Spice Girls, you know? They're all different colors, and they're, like, doing their own thing. So that's... that's fun. Oh, my God.
1: That
0: was funny.
3: Billy, I can't thank you enough for mentioning that <laughs> Peyton Manning was on that roast. Because it's just an excuse to play great right. clips from the roast of Rob Lowe, mm-hmm. right?
0: Tonight, Jeff, his dress is dressed as Prince. The Prince of Wales, the animal, you're fat. <laughs> Jeff, if you changed your name to a symbol, it'd be the Arby's logo. <laughs> Ah. Oh, that's a fun wormhole to go down. Man. Is it wor- is it wormhole? Rabbit hole? I think you. What
1: hole to... are we
3: in? <laughs> <laughs> you got that clean right? That's a fun wormhole to go down. You may want to phrase. I... She said wormhole, which is going to be know, even I better didn't... when I bring I that did back not later. Say yes, warmhole. you just said that's a fun wormhole to go down. You just said that. My a's and o's
0: must be crossed. I did not mean wormhole. I
3: don't know what you meant, but I know what you said. <laughs> Welcome to Club Wilcox. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Wow, that one's—we gotta grab yeah. that one. We got
0: oh, it. It's a wormhole.
3: Yeah, that's that too.
2: <laughs> Woody and the Woody and Wilcox Show.
3: What do we learn today on the Woody and Wilcox Show? That's what I'm talking about. Nothing. Not sure that's true. Believe it or not, we actually talked to the author of the book Hidden Figures. You know, made into a movie that almost won Academy Award for the best picture. Margot Lee Shetterly was on with us. How do you think that went? Let me tell you how that went. It started with Woody asking her to put more pictures in her
1: book <laughs> next time. Here's a clip of that. Yo, what's up? It's your boy,
5: Scott. Yeah, hey, hey, wait a second. What? Sorry, I mean, wormhole. Uh, rabbit hole? Mm.
3: That may be the wrong clip, but I want to hear it again, actually.
5: Yo,
1: what's up? It's your boy, Scott. Right. Trying to get up in that wormhole. Right. Sorry, I mean wormhole. Right. The, the Rabbit hole? Right. Mm.
2: Gotcha.
3: I may not have the Margot Lee show, mm-hmm. but it did actually happen. You can check out the podcast on the uh, Woody and Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. Find it on iTunes as well. That was a thing. Um, what else did we learn today on the Woody Wilcox Show? We learned that uh, Kim Kardashian makes between fifty dollars and $75,000 to speak at colleges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that apparently is a thing? Speaking of things that are a thing that I didn't know are things, there are vegan condoms. Didn't know that was a thing. Thank you, Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm sure that was my fault. I should have known that. We learned that Woody knows a little bit more about capybaras than any of us would like him to. (laughs) Need not share them with us all in the future. We learned that today, of course, is Peyton Manning's birthday. 41 years young. What else did we learn today? Today. It's fun to talk about fun with basketball audio. Stuff taken out of context from the broadcast of basketball games. He just unloaded. That's one going to feel it a little bit later in the evening.
1: Gay. Okay. Right. Sure. Chief's grown two Hands. or three inches, which is a handful. Do mm-hmm.
3: you say so. Um, you can catch that, by the way, on the podcast. Look for the Woody Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. We also found out that if you're thinking about moving, thanks to our friends at the website, uh, website of Stately, they did the study of Google shopping searches to find out what weird product every state is shopping for more than everyone else. Tweeted that out, by the way, at Woody and Wilcox is the way you can find it on Twitter. Wisconsin, more than any other state, Googling truck nuts. Nebraska, you're doing well, though. You're Googling jorts more than any other state in the union. Mm. And, of course, South Carolina, adult underoos, Colorado, Borat, mankinis. Timely. And so many more. Check out the podcast on iTunes. Find it on the Woody Wilcox channel of iHeartRadio. And uh, if we missed anything, you'll find it there. Intern Dave, is there anything you wanted to add to today's show by any chance? Put a cap on this thing?
5: Uh, Another great show,
3: guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't... uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox show. I don't uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore, I, you know, don't. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not, not, uh, not important at all.
2: The Woody and Wilcox show.
1: With the Lucky Landslots, you can get
0: lucky just about anywhere.